War Eagle, this is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 226. Technically, if we're still counting those Bloggle Spots that I've kind of stopped doing and maybe doing two a year. But this is going in the Bloggle Spot space, so I'm calling it a Bloggle Spot. Um, it is Friday, December 18th. It is 52 degrees outside. Sunny in Opelika. I'm assuming Auburn is the same. Auburn does not have a head football coach as of right now. They have an interim head football coach, Kevin Steele. They, uh, we know nothing. We know nothing. Let's remind ourselves, we know nothing. What we have been told through the rumor mill is that somebody with money that makes a lot of money and typically usually makes decisions because he has a lot of money wanted Kevin Steele, And then maybe a few of the other people that make a lot of money and have a lot of money and make decisions because of their money don't want Kevin Steele. That's pretty much all we know. Uh, now, side note, a lot of fans wanted Mario Cristobal. I guess there was sort of a rumor that that Alan Green wanted Mario Cristobal. I don't know if that's true. Maybe he just didn't want Steele, or maybe he's one of those that wants to do a real, a real search. But I don't. We don't know that. So all that we know is that Mario Cristobal signed a contract extension. Supposedly that was in in the works before COVID hit, and they kind of that kind of took a back seat. And then now, obviously, he's got some interest, supposedly got some interest, and he uh, got an extension. I don't know if he signed it. They've all tweeted about how he's so happy he to continue his time at Oregon, but there's this, there was this stuff going around Twitter yesterday that he hadn't officially signed it. I don't know how we know that. But, uh, you know, Mario Cristobal two weeks ago was a guy that I was – uh, you know, before Gus was fired, obviously I wanted Gus because I like Gus. Gus took Auburn to places Auburn has never been before. Uh, Gus never had a losing season, went to a bowl game every single year, yet people treat him like we went three and nine every year. I I get some reasons that people say. I don't 100% agree with them, but I get, you know, we'd kind of been stuck in eight and nine win land, seven, eight, nine win land for a little while. But this year, I don't think any of that should be held against anybody. Um, I will always say that at least right now, Auburn has the hardest job in America. They lost four games. Three of them were to top nine teams. Two of those were on the road. They have one bad game, and I wouldn't put that bad game on Gus at all. I know he's the head coach, but players play, and three interceptions were thrown, and that was 21 of South Carolina's points. Anyway, not getting into all that. But um, – I think we've kind of found out and realized that Auburn, either certain people thought they had a plan, as in, let's just make Kevin still the head coach, and maybe this has been in the works for a while. That's kind of the rumor. Like two years ago, a while. Um, but it kind of seems like this is, this is my thought process on why Auburn doesn't have a coach yet or just the entire thing. Certain people didn't want Gus. People started yelling. 
Four losses. Four losses. That's just the thing. People started making up and act like that's an actual stat that matters. Um, and then it got too loud again. The people who wanted steel said, let's get steel. They fired Gus. Let's get steel. Wait, hold on now. We don't want steel. Let's, let's look. So now it looks like Auburn doesn't have a plan because it seems like the ones who thought they had a plan are now being stopped. So basically we fired Gus Malzahn with a small contingent or maybe just one person wanting steel. And now the rest of them are stopping them. So we either don't have a plan or one, one person had a plan and now it's being stopped. So because of that, Auburn doesn't have a coach. Um, I've said this multiple times. If, if you don't have a plan, not one excuse or reason you have for, for firing Gus Malzahn matters. Not one. I mean, people around the SEC kind of get it. Like there, I'm, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Auburn fans. There's a lot of SEC other team fans that are like, he beat Alabama more than anybody. Beat Nick Saban more than anybody has in the last decade. Never had a losing season. Never had uh, any kind of off-the-field problems. All the players love him. But, you know, you start these little – you drop these seeds of <clears throat> he stopped recruiting this and that and whatever. I will forever say the offensive line problems are Herb, Herb Hand. Go look at Texas this year. Her hand has not been here in a few years, but go to go look at Texas this year. They did not get a single like top twenty lineman out of the state of Texas, and that's who their their offensive line coach is. But you drop enough nuggets, you lose enough, you lose some games at the end, and you know you make enough people loud and loud and I don't know how to say it. People with some influence hear the loud the loud noises and feel like they have to do something without looking to see what's out there. So now, forget all that. It's past. Gus Malzahn's not going to come back, at least not right now. Uh, you have, okay, steals the option. Nobody wants that. Okay, let's go with Mario Cristobal. Well, he's gone now. All right, so now we're just digging deeper and deeper. You've got all these people that... Three years ago, two years ago, when Auburn's defense was great and everybody wanted to complain that we would be a championship team as long as we had a good offense, it was get rid of Gus. Hey, just let Steele run the team. His defense is doing good. Those same people now are up in arms that Auburn would promote Steele. Now, again, I think it's stupid to to fire Malzahn to promote the defense coordinator. $20 million to promote the defense coordinator. Forget all the reasons of why you think Steele would not be a coach or a good or would be a good coach. $21 million to promote the defense coordinator. And was his defense that good this year? He coached Baylor when Baylor was awful. They were 9 and 36. But that's just, you know, you've got these people that hated Malzahn just because, you know, these people that watch Auburn through Twitter and ESPN, and that's it. Like, that's their connection to Auburn, and that's it. Does that make anybody that goes to the game better than those people? No, not necessarily. Maybe they kind of get it a little bit more. But 
you've got those same people that were just up in arms, dying, had to get Mouse on, get him out of here, get this clown out of here. By the way, clown is the dumbest thing on Twitter right now. Can you say something without using the word clown, people? Uh, but anyway, all those same people that wanted him out now hate the defensive coordinator. The person that a good many of them want, were saying, get Malzahn gone, let's just promote the defense coordinator two years ago. Might have been because we had Derek Brown and Marlon Davidson. Might have been. That might have been why you were so excited about him. So you've got the stop, steal, stop the steal hashtag going around. At first it was funny. But now you're flat out just trashing a guy that you loved a year ago. Less than a year ago. I mean, just trashing a guy. I don't think he should be the head coach. I don't want him as the head coach. It's not that exciting. It doesn't really seem to change anything, which I didn't think anything needed to be that much changed other than getting some more offensive linemen. Uh, but you go – I mean, he's still the Auburn – he's the Auburn interim coach. He's still technically the defensive coordinator of the team that all you wanted was the head coach gone. And now you're just up in arms – just flat out trashing the guy you loved before. Again, I don't want him to be the head coach. I don't think he should be because it's just not what Auburn, it's not like it just seems very blah. Nobody's going to care. I mean, rival fans are act like they don't care. I mean, the rival fans used to say, please keep Gus Miles on, a.k.a. the only guy that could beat Saban. I mean, so... Rival fans are going to act stupid no matter what. But I don't get this all of a sudden just flat-out trash. Like, people used to bash Malzahn. And then as soon as he's fired and you find, the, all, find out that all the players loved him and he was dancing in the locker room and all that, everybody's like, oh, but you know, it's like he's di he died. Oh, but he was such a great guy. He was such a great guy. I, I loved how he ran the program. He just had to win some more. Well, now you're kind of doing the same thing to steal in the opposite way. It's like you you really could be like, look, he's a great defensive coordinator. He's done some things at Auburn that we really liked. When really you probably just gave him way too much credit while you were mad at Malzahn two years ago. But he, you could, you know, he he's a great defensive coordinator. But you know, I just don't think he should be the offensive coordinator. I mean, the, excuse me, the head coach. That's that's you could go that far and it'd be that easy. But no, it's it's just flat out hate all of a sudden. And again, it's it a lot of times, I mean, I've seen it from people that aren't typically that way in terms of coaches and just acting like they're characters on a TV show that, you know, don't matter to you at all unless they're giving you good feelings. But now it I mean, I it's it's trashy. It's flat out trashy. That most people watch football on TV and that's it. I get it. And it's a TV show to them. And a coaching search and a coaching change is fun. It's like, it's like you, what, you know, here's some drama on the TV for me, but it's real life. So it even feels real. It feels more real than, than The Bachelor. But it's just, it's not a TV show. 
It's like you want, okay, this is, I mean, you want something to think about. You want something to feel dramatic. You want something to be out of the norm. Like if Auburn right now had Gus Malzahn and we had, you know, gotten the 30th or 15th best recruiting class for, or at least for right now, the early signing class, it'd be like, okay, eh, I get it. That doesn't mean I didn't want that. I mean, we're in year go. It would have been going to year nine right now. I actually would be preparing probably the citrus bowl. I think it might depend on if Missouri beats Mississippi state tomorrow because people are trying to get high on Missouri all of a sudden, but you know, I get it. You want something different. Malzahn was the second, I guess the second longest tenured coach in the sec. Is that right? Saban was number one. I think that's right. And so, you want something different. But guess what? You wanting something different has nothing to do with football or how good Auburn should be or if Gus Malzahn should be fired or hired. That's the thing that I that I don't get. You know, you got people like Dan Wolken or even just Joe Superfan talking about – and Feinbaum and whoever – talking about, like, this week a game sucks. We need to change the way it's done. You know how, like – Usually, you've got a cupcake week between Georgia and Alabama. That's what Auburn used to have. And that week was always like a cupcake week. And you've got people saying, oh, this week, why do we, why does the SEC get to play these teams? This is boring. Guess what? It's not for you. You just watch what's on the TV. Those guys out there are working and playing and making their money and trying to get to the NFL. That's what it's for. It's not for you at all. So wanting this drama and wanting something to watch on TV and wanting to, this feeling of difference, that's not, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. At all. Like, it does not matter. If you've got billions of dollars and you give to the university and that, that matters. It honestly does. I know you don't want to hear that, and I don't. I know we all we're all supposed to hate rich people in this day and age, even though you'd all love to be rich. But that those people make the difference in this. It's a business. That's it. So you just feeling like you can go. Cr- bash this guy that you loved again this is this is sports and it's it's stupid but you loved malzahn in 13 probably still loved him in 14 kind of started to wane in 15 waned more in 16 17 oh we love him 18 eh, oh but the bowl game was fun 19 beat alabama okay can't get rid of him now this year fireball i hate him Okay, still, really good defense in 16, really good defense in 17, really good defense in 18. Maybe he started in 17. Really good defense in 18. 19, pretty good. So give up 45 points to Alabama. 20, eh, I hate him. I know that's how people work in sports, but it doesn't matter. Say say that you won't buy tickets next year. Guess what? It doesn't matter. Somebody will. I mean, if you think being mad that Steele is your coach 
and saying I'm not going to go to a stadium that probably still won't be full next year anyway. Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. That that's it means nothing. The millionaires mean something. And if you don't like it, be a mil- become a millionaire. Looking at the chat real quick. Uh I hadn't really talked about who I want as the coach. I and that's part of my next point, but um we got Kiffin rumors, we got the offensive coordinator at Clemson, Billy Elliott. We have um let's see, got Robbie from Facebook says judging how the coaching search has gone so far, it's looking like we not retaining Gus was a mistake. Well, again, if you go back, I'll go back to what we said. It seems like one person had the plan. Get rid of him and get steel. And that was the plan for that person. But everybody else's plan was not that. So we didn't have a plan. So all of your all of your uh, reasons for wanting to get rid of, of Malzahn mean nothing if you don't have a plan. Malzahn is a good coach. This is a comment. Malzahn is a good coach. Our rivals are all playing at all-time levels, so we had to dump him apparently. Exactly. I've said it a hundred times. LSU looks like they're on their way down. Now, that last game, they looked pretty decent. But LSU looks like they're on the way down. Georgia was okay this year. They weren't, like, obviously they weren't playoff level. They lost two games. But they lost Florida and Alabama. I mean, not slouches by any way. Anyway. Um, but you have the toughest job in America and you're not losing. You're like, you still have a winning season. You're still get been to a bowl every year. I know that's not our measure. Hey, let's go to a bowl. No, that's Indiana's measure. I was looking at their coach yesterday and some of their accolades. And it was like, he took them to the first bowl game in Florida. I was like, wow, this, this is sad. That's sad. What Auburn had was not sad. Six and four. Not great. Three of those four were top nine teams. Two on the road. Nobody does that but Auburn. So you can't compare that to everybody else. You literally can't. If Nick Saban had Auburn's record, had Auburn's schedule, he would he would lose two. At least. Apparently, AL.com is reporting that Steve Sarkeesian is going to interview at Auburn. I said this the other day, but as a good Auburn fan, I have this thing of not wanting Alabama people. Still coached at Alabama, at LSU, and Tennessee, and Alabama again. Pat Dye played at Georgia and coached at Alabama. Uh, everybody wanted crystal ball. He coached at Alabama. My only problem with that is, and this is real with Sarkeesian interviews, he doesn't look like an Auburn coach, number one. Number two, uh, you can say it doesn't matter about Alabama beating Alabama, but everything goes through beating Alabama because guess what? They're on our schedule, um, and they're usually pretty good. No Saban assistant has beaten Alabama, has beaten Saban ever. They're 0-20, so we're just going to – Pick another saving assistant and try to beat that, I guess. I mean, Alabama's offense this year is very, 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 very good. Do you think it might have to do with the fact that they have four NFL receivers and five NFL offensive linemen? 
Now, if he can bring in those players and run those plays, sure. Marcus Brasher on uh, YouTube is asking me, what does an Auburn coach look like? I don't know, but I know Steve Sarkeesian doesn't look like an Auburn coach. Believe me, I've had this conversation with other people. Billy Napier doesn't look like an Auburn coach. So, I don't know where I was going before the Sark news. But, you know, anyway, if he's the coach, look, there are I, – I don't want Bobby Petrino. I'm not a fully 100% Hugh Freeze like I am Bobby Petrino like back in the day. I mean, Bobby Petrino is kind of – he's out of it. He's – where does he coach? Central Arkansas? I don't know. Western Kentucky. I'm not – 100% against freeze like I am Petrino, but it's kind of close. Uh, there's a few coaches I would like flip out if Auburn hired. None of the names I've seen so far are that. I wouldn't love it. I mean, let's be honest. Nobody really wanted Chiswick. kind of came out of left field, and Twitter was early those days, and we didn't really have a chance to freak out. But I remember not liking it. So... I don't know. I mean, Lane Kiffin can run an offense. He'd score a lot of points and make people forget what he's like. I get it. And he's not as bad as Freeze or uh, Bobby Petrino, but he's he's he leans that way a little bit. Uh, let's see. Looking at the chat, I'm not going to talk about Gus had to go. His inability to develop players is undeniable. Not name one. Um, all the kickers are pretty good. Bo Blackwood says, Sark is kiffing without the drama. Embrace the hair gel. Oh, yeah, I said I don't want to coach with hair gel. That was one thing I said. Uh, I don't know. He He's one of those coaches that, like, he's not not exciting. Like, he, he may bring some excitement. I mean, he coached at Washington. He coached at USC where he got in trouble. In trouble personally, kind of. Um, went to Alabama, went to the Falcons. Didn't he go, wasn't he Falcons or Alabama Falcons, Alabama? I don't know. Uh, anyway, it'd be kind of cool for somebody to leave Auburn, somebody to leave Alabama for Auburn, like somebody that, you know, he's one of the best offensive coordinators right now, again, because of those players. He's like Mac Jones. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could sit back there and throw those passes behind that line with those wide receivers. There's a lot of coaches that could probably coach an offense that well with those players. How would I feel about Brett Venables? Uh, why hasn't he been hired yet? I mean, he makes millions of dollars as an offense coordinator, and it's probably nice and cushy at Clemson where you don't have to play anybody hard, which is why I went over this yesterday. About five stars that go to Clemson are cop-outs to me. Did I hear about the Auburn plane in Oxford yesterday? I heard about the Auburn plane flying outside of Oxford. Uh, but I don't really trust. I was all in the plane flight tracking season back when we were getting miles on and whatever. I don't. I don't trust it anymore. I really don't. Let's see who's the ultimate Twitter troll. Lane. Oh, Lane is the ultimate Twitter troll. Yeah, I thought you were talking about me. Venables doesn't want to be a head coach. I didn't think Kevin still wanted to be a head coach. So, I don't know. I kind of feel like it might be maybe someone else wanting him to be there. 
Maybe somebody on the staff. Should I keep going? Well, we got Facebook, Periscope, YouTube, all working. It's working today. If I can get technical for a second, I was trying to get this to work on another platform that I could have more interactive stuff on the screen. But it wasn't working with Periscope well, so I'm going to have to keep tweaking. So now I'm back to using Restream, which is this boring layout where I put some Christmas stuff on it. What about Bill Clark from UAB? I know people love people around Birmingham and maybe people that just know Bill Clark love Bill Clark. And I know UAB losing their program and coming back and not being terrible. I mean, again, they kind of had most of the same players, but I don't, that doesn't excite me, number one. He may be a coach that you have to wait three years from now to see if he's a good coach. I said this before. If you got rid of a coach that had no losing seasons, took you to a national championship game, won the SEC West a few times, beat Alabama a few times when Alabama's been at their best, you better bring somebody in exciting. Not just a, hey, this guy's got some good records in the in Conference USA. We really think he's going to bring it here to the SEC and the toughest job in America. Sorry, that's not what Auburn needs right now. Someone asked, best guess on a date we'll have a head coach. I think it'll be early next week. I think a lot of it has to do with games being played this week, and they kind of want – you know, other coaches don't really want to think about it right now. They, they've got a game today. Uh, Oregon plays today, Oregon USC. Alabama and such is tomorrow. So we may just have to wait. I, Louisiana Lafayette and Coastal Carolina's game got canceled. So if we were going to talk to the Lafayette coach, we could now. Uh, Bo Blackwood says, talk about Mark Anthony Richards and how it's all Gus's fault. There's a reason a, a running back is the fourth string running back. I'd get it if he was the second string running back and never played. And Mark Anthony Richards looked really good in that one drive in the end of the Iron Bowl when we were losing by 40. I get that. But you tell kids a lot of times, come here, you got a chance to play immediately. And they think that means I'm playing next year. I know he's a redshirt freshman, so he's been here two years. But you got tank, and a lot of times it's not, hey, he's selfish or he was lied to. A lot of times it's he sees Tank is going to be the best running back in the SEC. So he's not going to play a lot. Now, Tank's not going to be able to run every play. DJ is very limited in kind of what plays he can run or, you know, where he's used. So is Shivers. So Mark Anthony could move up to number two. Um, but again, he was – Shivers is going to be a senior next year, probably going to play a little bit more. Um, so it's, it's not, it, it's like, you know, everybody always says the backup quarterback is everybody's favorite player because he can always do so much better than the, than the one out there throwing incomplete passes. There's no other reason why he's on the sideline other than the coach is just wrong and mean or racist. So, I mean, ignore all that stuff where they, they practice with them for months and every day of the week and all that stuff. You just don't like that that quarterback or that running back didn't score a touchdown on every play, so the guy behind him must be awesome. Luke Fickle, I don't know. 
it'd be kind of funny to well no i was i was thinking the iowa state coach he's a cincinnati coach uh he coached at ohio state he's now at cincinnati good team beating bad teams and he has hair gel someone says sarkeesian is interviewing with auburn on sunday okay makes sense right after the game Let's see. Miller, Whitlow, and the big running back all transferred too. Okay. Malik Miller was always a third or fourth string. I liked him. He came in. He was bigger. He was a fullback in high school, and he came in and said he was going to be uh, a running back. I remember him saying that for sure. Um, But he was never a breakaway guy. Whitlow had nothing to do with playing time. He transferred for many other reasons, and he transferred because he was told to. And Harold Joyner... I guess it's the big running back you're talking about transferring. He didn't get on the field a lot. He didn't seem like a true running back. Came out of the backfield and caught passes. Dropped a big one against Georgia two years ago when we were coming back. Um, again, all these players, running backs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks come in thinking they're going to win the Heisman in year one or two. And if they don't get to play a lot, they're going to leave. Those are the kind of people they are. Sorry. David Mixon asks, who would you like that is realistic at this point? So what the steel movement, and when I say steel movement, I mean the positive steel movement, the people who won't steal, what that has done has made almost every other candidate seem okay. Like I was, I was to the point, I mean, I don't want steel. It's not a change. You don't fire a coach to keep the same stuff. I know he's probably bringing another offensive coordinator, but still. I don't want steel because it's boring. And that's how most people feel. They don't care about anything about football. They just don't think it's exciting. Um, so I was almost to the point where I was like, okay, Cristobal could do well. He he would come in and start coaching, or excuse me, recruiting well. That's what he does. And maybe it'll turn things, things around. So he's out. Then after that, all the names you hear are Kiffin, Napier, Fickle, Campbell, and that's about it. Those are the and Freeze. I'm pretty sure is out, but I, none of those team, none of those guys sound better than Gus Malzahn. You can argue about Gus Malzahn's record all you want. And say it was time. I saw that five million times. It is time. No, you don't. It's not time if you don't have a plan. It's not time if there's no good no good backup. Tell me who the good backup is. It's just an obvious, easy choice. You're having to talk yourself into all these other people. You've never liked Lane Kiffin. You thought he was funny on Twitter, but you knew he probably shouldn't. Ole Miss is perfect for him. They'll win some and whatever. They don't care. But is he ready to come in and play three of the toughest SEC teams every year? No, I don't think so. He'll have fun, and he might be struggled to Alabama. But you go from guy who did it right, guy who won, to, well, we can try something over here. All right, let's look at some more comments. Lisa says she agrees with most of what I said. Her question is, what head coach wants to walk into Auburn and deal with the program? Who did this out in the open? It looks bad. Clearly no plan. Like angry toddlers, I think we'll miss Gus. Exactly. 
Now, again, almost everything we've heard is a rumor, and a lot of the people saying it are the kind of people that just want clicks. You notice there's not a lot of like a well-established beat reporter saying these things. It's a lot of people like me eight years ago, not that I'm established in any way. I'm not saying that in any way. I'm just saying upstarts, uh, people that like to say things about football that don't cover football for like the entire year. They just want to act like they know something. Um, so a lot of what we've heard could very well be not true. And people love drama and people love, we've talked about this. They love drama. They love backstory and uh, backstabbing and whatever. So we love to hear it. You'll believe that drama more than you'll believe reality. So I don't know that any of this stuff is true. I mean, there's rumor that Kevin Steele pushed Gus out. Garner was behind it all. He he wanted Steele to take over two years ago, and it's been in the works, but we beat Alabama and we couldn't. So now we've got our chance, and all these old Pat Dye players want Gus gone and bring in an old guy like that and Steele is hard-nosed like him. I mean, that's that's the deepest, darkest rumor I've heard, and a lot of people said it. But that seems very unrealistic to me. I mean, if you don't like a guy that much, go somewhere else. Do you think we'll look at a spread offense coach more of a defense-minded coach? I Well, right now it looks like steel, but I would 100% go for an offensive-minded coach. Defense doesn't win championships anymore. Flat-out flying-around offenses do. Sorry. Nick Saban's even admitted he changed the way his offense was run because he couldn't stop – Malzahn's offense and Freeze's offense. That kind of offense is what wins. Uh, Robbie from Facebook says, any chance we make an outside offensive hire and retain Steele and Coach G? Uh, well, if you if we hired like Sarkeesian as the head coach and he'd probably be the offensive coordinator, I don't know if he would keep Steele and Coach Garner. I don't know. But if Steele is it. He's going to have to hire an offensive coordinator that is high power and let, just let him run around and leave him alone. Did I see Anthony Schwartz tweet? Uh, if it's something new, no. If it's one last night where he wants Lane Kiffin, yes. I'm not surprised at all that a fast deep ball wide receiver wants Lane Kiffin who throws deep balls to wide receivers. So no, I don't want uh, no, I, I'm not saying I don't want Lane. I have not said that. I The only coach I have not wanted out of this is Steele. But, I'm again, I'm not going to bash him. He's had great defenses. I wouldn't care if he stayed around as a defensive coordinator. I, would mind, I wouldn't mind Steele if uh, Gus was the offense coordinator. Wouldn't that be funny? And someone is calling me. I don't know if y'all can hear that on here because it's coming through here. So, uh, going through Twitter, trying to see. Sarkeesian is supposedly here's what it, here's the tweet from Jay Talty. The expectation is that Alabama offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will interview Sunday for all, the Auburn head job. Per sources. Does the story say anything else? Okay, I'm just looking at Sarkeesian. I don't know. Really don't know. 
Let's see how tall he is. He's 46 years old. He's from Torrance, California. He is American. This is all what Wikipedia says. He went to BYU. Didn't know that. This said he's the, well, Wikipedia just says offensive coordinator and interim head coach. That's when Saban was out. He started off as a quarterback's coach at El Camino. Oh, he played at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 97 to 99. He played, he was quarterback's coach at El Camino College, quarterback's coach at USC, quarterback's coach at the Raiders, quarterback's coach at USC, assistant head coach and offensive coordinator and quarterback's coach at USC, Washington head coach, USC head coach, Alabama offensive analyst and interim offensive coordinator, Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator when they weren't good. Or were they? Was that when they went to the Super Bowl? I don't remember. I think it was. Alabama offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, and he's interim head coach is what it says, 2020. I don't know why it says that. He's 46 and 35 as a head coach. So there you go. Played at BYU, played at Canadian Football League. He's a Cali West Coast guy. Robbie from Facebook says, if Steele is hired and brings in Mike Bobo to run the offense, what should we expect? The Mark Rick offense from the 90s? I don't know. I mean, Bobo doesn't excite me. I was reading something about him. that They said he, you know, he did some innovative things at South Carolina this year. Eh, I don't know about that. Uh. Marquise uh, Riggins says Auburn fans must admit, admit before all, Gus got there, Auburn was below mediocre. Gus got there, and they were running the rest. They were in the running for the SEC every season. If you don't know, get saving himself. I wouldn't say we were below mediocre. I mean, we were obviously bad the year before. Yes, we were below mediocre in 2012 for sure. But you know, we were every coach. Chiswick came in after Tubby just kind of faded away. Chizik had an oak, a good year in 09. A pretty good year, actually. I mean, almost beat Alabama. 2010 was awesome. 2011, why do I always think he had three years? He had four years. Uh, 2011, just not as good. I mean, went from Cam to Barrett Trotter. Nothing against Barrett Trotter, but he's not Cam. And then also uh, 2012 made a terrible decision to change the offense and it just was never going to work. And guess what? That offense is dead and should never be brought back, which was more traditional football offense. No, you have to run the spread, hurry up, whatever, whatever you want to call it. If that's what it's called anymore, no, whatever. That's what you have to run. Sam Short says, what do you think of our chances of getting Kiffin? I think if Auburn wanted Kiffin, he'd come here. 100%. He's he's a jumper, a mover, a shaker. He he would want to come to Auburn to play Saban every year, I think. Well, he plays him at Ole Miss, but you know what I mean. Bobo got Muschamp fired, according to Robbie. I think so. I mean, all of – well, their defense was pretty bad, too. And that was Travis Robinson, who played at Auburn, was their defense coordinator. Eric Brock. Is that Eric Brock that used to play for Auburn? says, please get freeze. He can recruit and develop the quarterback position. He made Ole Miss relevant. Well, I talked about this the other day. He made Ole Miss relevant, but what were they doing while he did that? They were cheating. He got five stars. 
when Ole Miss never got five stars and they were cheating. So, I mean, take away all the stuff about his personal life. He made Ole Miss relevant and good because they were cheating. Plain and simple. Mostly on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe a few others. And then he went to Liberty and he's, you know, gotten his life back on track and all that. And But he's playing at Liberty with an SEC quarterback and beating bad teams. So... I don't know how good of a quarter, how good of a coach he is. I really don't know. Eric Brock, that is you that used to play for Auburn. Seriously, number thirty-three. No way. Number thirty. No. Says you're number forty-two. You aren't number forty-two. Thirty-three. That's what I thought. From Benjamin Russell. Rumor has Freeze wants Tennessee. Huh? Sure. Tennessee still has a coach though. Tennessee plays who this weekend? Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Yeah. Tennessee's three and six. Remember when they were like number 13 in the nation and we wanted them to be something? We didn't, but they did. Yes, Eric Brock. If uh, Robbie says Eric Brock, awesome tackle to beat LSU in 20, uh, 2007. Yes, I was there. What was it, 10 to 7? Okay, apparently we have Eric Brock in here. It says it's him. What was the name? Of, what was the score of that game? 10 to 7, 7 to 6, 7 to 9. Someone says, do we want Joe Brady? He ain't coming for the NFL. If I was a coach like that, and I, he's like 30 or 31, he's in the NFL, He does, I don't know. If I was 50, maybe, I wouldn't want this. But, you know, he doesn't have to recruit. He His his trips are away games. So, 7 to 3 was the 2007 game where Eric Brock won it on that, or, you know, won it at the end with that tackle. Can Auburn beat LSU next season? You got to beat at least one of the rivals. That's the best chance. Well, we beat Auburn this. We beat LSU this year. We beat them forty-eight to eleven. If we played Georgia around the time we played LSU, we would have beaten them by two touchdowns. They were playing terrible. Their quarterback fell apart. Couldn't find another quarterback. JT Daniels is it Daniels or McDaniel's? I don't know. Came in and was decent at the end of the year. A.U. Robinson pretty much says it. This is how Auburn feels right now. I'm good with anyone but Steele. I think 90% of the fan base feels like that right now. And I know it's bashing to Steele, but Auburn could say, they'll never say this, but they could say that was the plan all along. And it's actually a good plan. Leak a name that they know nobody really wants, and then watch the fan base get real mad and then say anybody else. And they'll probably love them. They'll probably love whoever you throw out there. And that's where we are right now. I mean, obviously, I think there's other names. I would, I'd say anybody but Steele and Bobby Petrino and Kirby Smart. 
and Nick Saban and Les Miles. Yep. Can y'all tell my allegiances? B Rad Henderson says, What about Bill Clark? Well, B Rad, I talked about him a little earlier. It's real easy to look good in the Conference USA. If you're a decent coach and they shut down your program and you become a martyr and then they bring back the program and you got pretty much the same players and everybody loves you and you win a little bit in Conference USA, you look really good. That has no comparison to playing Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, Ed Orgeron, Kiffin, whoever, every year. So that's my thoughts on Bill Clark. He might be awesome, but I don't think that's a chance you take right now. He needs to do that somewhere else. Someone, Ryan Haney, who is the producer on uh, Jocks, WJOX, says the Auburn COO is on the search committee and also the Great Southern Wood Board of Directors. Just an observation. I don't know what Ryan is saying there, but it's just an observation. All right. I kind of want to get back in rant mode. Because other than what I think has become completely trashy bashing of steel, all these people bashing steel loved him a few years ago. They loved him this year. Just because you don't think he shouldn't be the head coach, which I do not, doesn't mean you just absolutely hate the guy and go out on Twitter and create hashtags and go out on whatever. It, you know, that's one side of it. Now, the other side of it is this thing that Auburn fans have turned into with being pretty much a pansy about everything. It is now all of a sudden cool to freak out, to say Auburn breaks your heart, to say Auburn always does this, to say Auburn, uh, this is typical Auburn. What is typical Auburn? This has not happened before. You heard some rumors about some rich people. The I guess the only comparison in somewhat whatever is you could say, you know, the stuff with Tommy Tuberville and Bobby Petrino and Jetgate and Bobby Louder and all that kind of stuff back in 03. That's the only somewhat, if, since that's we know that is true, you're comparing that to some rumors you've heard, again, from people that just want attention. And you're acting like this is a thing that happens all the time. Auburn hired Gus Malzahn last time. It went swimmingly. People wanted Malzahn or Petrino, pick Petrino, I mean, pick Malzahn, and he went to the national championship game the next year. Hmm. What was so crazy about that? The time before, we hired Chiswick. There was nothing about an overthrow of a coach or whatever. People just didn't love it because he was 5-19 and 19 at Iowa State. Jay Jacobs knew him from his time at Auburn, knew he's a stand-up guy. Guess what he did in two years? Won the national championship. Tommy Tuberville, when he was hired, he had us in the SEC championship multiple times. Won it in 04. So what is the – what is this – we always do this, and we always – it's always this way at Auburn. 
What is that? That it's made up. It is fake freak out. Because now all of a sudden, and look, I'm 38 years old. I'm not like this old gruff guy. I still feel pretty young and coach sports and do all kinds of stuff and play sports and whatever. But what happened to like trying to at least appear to be tough? Like, why can't we just, I, I don't understand this. It, it's very, I mean, I can get really political with this and I don't get political. I don't care about politics, but it's very, very victimhood. And it's like, we want to be that and we want people to feel sorry for us and act like we've got this death defying problem on our, all our hands all the time. And it's just so hard to be an Auburn fan. What are you talking about? Like Auburn has had some pretty awesome wins in sports. Kick six is one of the best things ever. Okay, but guess what? If that guy, if Chris Davis gets tackled, Auburn goes to overtime. Okay, so Auburn was the good on the good end of that. There's we people act like the kick six happened to us sometimes, or like it happens to us every single game, and now you're doing it in a coaching search. Auburn has had some pretty cool games. Auburn's been to the Final Four and lost on some dumb stuff, on a foul three point shooter and. Should have called double dribble and whatever. But this this mentality, and I've said this for years, this mentality like we're the Cubs and we lose every year and we're just lovable losers and woe is me and just, I can't, this is what it's like to be an Auburn fan. You mean win some pretty awesome games and then lose other games because teams lose? Eric Brock, if that's really you, I want you to say something in the chat about this because I'm pretty sure you're tough. And you don't like this mentality that people have now. I mean, Auburn is good at almost everything right now. They weren't a terrible football team this year. It was a weird year. And again, you play three top 10 teams, two of them on the road. Baseball, in the World Series. Basketball, in the Final Four. Probably was going to make a long run next, last year. This year, very young, already looking pretty good. Not even, Don't even have their best player out there. Equestrian, national championship every single year. Swimming is back up to almost what it used to be. I mean, I don't, I don't understand this. We suck and I have a terrible life mentality that Auburn fans have most of the time. And it's, I know, I don't, I, you don't see it in real life a lot. It's all tweets. It's all look at me. I'm poor, pitiful me. But I went to Auburn during a decent time. I went 2000, 2004. Basketball was, well, 2003 was good. Marquise Daniels went to the Sweet 16. Lost by one to Carmelo Anthony. Football. SEC Championship 2004, my last season, my last year there. Baseball was okay. But there have been some really bad years. Really bad years. 08, 12, 2001 wasn't great. 98, I remember all of those. 
I just don't get it. I mean, I get it. You you are a weak person, and you want people to feel sorry for you. But that has now become cool somehow. That I mean that, and I'm, the only reason I'm ranting about this is because it's now showing itself in a coaching search. I mean, we were three days in, three. I mean, really, we're probably one day in with some of these people, but we were three days in, and people were acting like Auburn hadn't had a football coach in two years, and every coach in the nation had turned him down. And somebody leaked that somebody, one of the rich people wanted steel, and it was, here we go again, all those rich people trying to run, ruin and run Auburn. Again, I'll say, what are you talking about? Person that doesn't have as much money as that person that they wish they did? Anthony Schwartz tweeted a second ago. He's not trans. Well, he said, so last night he tweeted the lane, or excuse me, he tweeted the train emoji at 10.03 p.m. And then a bunch, Ole Miss, like a bunch of Ole Miss fans and Alabama fans tweeted things like, looks like Schwartz is transferring to Ole Miss or whatever. And he responded, not transferring. Honestly, I didn't think he was going to come back. I thought he was going to go run track or try to go pro. But then as soon as this Sark uh, news came out, he tweeted progress with the big eye emojis and fire emoji. So. Again, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about Schwartz, but he has so far liked the idea of Lane Kiffin and the idea of Sarkeesian, and he is a wide receiver that runs deep routes, and that's what those two coaches do a lot. So I know we we act, I'm not, I don't want to say that. I was just going to say. He's a player that looks like those coaches could help his position. That's all I'll say. Okay, I think I ran off some people with my rant, but a lot of support for that rant in the chat, which I'm sure most of you are like me, 30-plus, and don't know why we have to act like the world is ending every single day. All right, I'm just looking at Twitter to see if anything pops up, but it's going to be a trickle, I think. Sarkeesian is going to be hired. Okay, that's one thing I could talk about. The There's this idea that the search committee is kind of a smoke screen. It's kind of just for show. Uh, they just want to make it look like we hired other or we tried other people and that we're still going to go back to steel. But if you have, I don't know, I'm not saying Sarkeesian's better than Steele. Uh, he's offensive coordinator for the best team in football right now. But again, that probably has a lot to do, more to do than with his players than his play calls. Um, but if you've got names that start popping up, they're either going to do two things. So there's, there's, there's bad, two bad things can happen here. They can turn you down, which kind of makes Auburn not look great. Or you pick Steele over these other names, which is going to make a lot of people mad too. So if these names are going to start coming out, 
you better get one. Craig on uh, Periscope says, do you think it was a good idea to have a search committee? Yes, absolutely. And I love every person on that search committee, the, the former players. I'll say that. Um, I don't really care about the other people that have a lot of money or have worked at Auburn for 30 years. I mean, Bo Jackson, Randy Campbell, all those guys. It is slightly intriguing that all those players played under Pat Dye pretty much the exact same time. And it goes in line with the the semi-rumor that Garner and Riggins and Campbell and all of them would want a Pat Dye-style coach. And they didn't love um, Malzahn. I mean, they did until he started losing. Then it turned into, we don't play hard like we used to. If Eric Brock's still in here, I kind of want to not rant on this, but I might. Um, so there's this thing that former players do at Auburn. If you do, if you remember Heath Evans played when I was in college, 2000 played with Rudy. I think Heath Evans was here two years and then Rudy came in 2000 and Rudy went pro after one year and Heath left at the same time a few years ago. I want to say 15 or 16, he was, he put out some words about how he could be a better coach or let him coach. And Auburn doesn't play tough like they used to when, you know, like back in his days. And okay, he went to the SEC championship and he lost to Florida. So he at least, now he played at Auburn for three years. So 98, 99, 2000. So he was part of a terrible team a not great team, and a team that went to the SEC championship with Rudy. Um, but he started saying things like, you know, Auburn needs to get back to their old way of old tough football and blah, blah, blah. It's funny how he loved it when they were winning two years ago with this not tough way, but then they start losing because Jeremy Johnson wasn't as good as we thought he was going to be and all that. And all of a sudden, Auburn's not tough anymore, and he should come back and – um. We sh- he sh- he would make things tough again. And every once in a while, you'll see people pop up on Twitter, former players from other eras, and say Auburn needs to get back to that style of football. All right, so Gene Chizik came to Auburn and won a national championship in 2010 with Gus Malzahn and Cam Newton and all of that, okay? Three years later, Gus Malzahn took Auburn to a national championship. Lost on the last second, pretty much. Before that, what other coaches took Auburn to a national championship game? To be honest, Tuberville should have in 2004, but the way the system worked, he didn't. Pat Dye probably should have gotten a roundabout championship in 83 after the Bowls, but they dumped Auburn, even though Auburn won. Before that, 1957, Auburn was under probation and was given the AP championship. No championship game back then. But in the current system, where it's actually real football and not just polls, Auburn has gone to the national championship twice. Won one, lost one, and it was very close one. Did any of those other did any of those players from the 80s and 90s do that? No, they didn't. 
they were very good players. I love them. I wouldn't die for them, but I would do a lot of things for them. But if you're going to come in and then start acting like we need to get back to their style of football, number one, there was no Nick Saban. Georgia was not a top five team, except for when Herschel was there and they won the national championship in 83. But that year, it wasn't Alabama, Georgia, LSU, all in the top five. And Texas, throw Texas A&M there, too. So, I don't get former players coming in, watching their team lose a game like they did. They lost games, too. And being like, we need to get back to this era where, A, we didn't have as tough competition. B, we didn't go to a championship game. Why would we need to get back to that? Yes, Georgia won the championship in 80, not 83. I don't know. I was thinking 83. I think I was thinking Auburn 83 should have won it. So, again, I'm not bashing old players. They're all better football players than me. They could probably all kick my butt right now. I know they could. Not probably. But this goes to the back to the committee a little bit. I mean, I love Bo Jackson. I love Randy Campbell. I love Quentin Riggins. But they're and they're they're old now. They're old and wise. And they played during a good era of football, college football. But they didn't go to a national championship game. They didn't go to two of them. Christopher James just said this in the chat. This coaching hire needs to be looking ahead, not backwards. I agree. Look, I love Pat Dye. Like it's weird, but he kind of he reminds me of my granddad a little bit and kind of looks like him just a little bit. And so it's always made he's always kind of felt like my granddad a little bit. I don't know. And I used to watch those videos decade of the 80s and first time ever, those VHS tapes. Every Iron Bowl week I would watch all these old videos of Pat Dye and his teams playing in the 80s and and that's I loved it. That's like the Auburn that I knew. Just went winning the SEC three years in a row without the SEC championship game and without Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, LSU all being good at the same time. But that's again, you want Auburn, if you want Auburn to be that, you'd fire the coach right now. You would. Because it's real easy to look back and go, man, that was tough. We were a tough team. We played tough. We won. We were tough. We played defense. Yes, and you didn't have three top ten teams on your schedule every year. And you didn't have Twitter. And people acting like if you lose one game, you deserve to be fired. So, no, I don't think former players from one era – should make every decision and should jump on Twitter and say we need to get back to that style of football. I want Auburn to be tough. I want Auburn to have a good defense. I also want Auburn to have a really good offense. That's what I want. And I want a coach that does it the right way, doesn't cheat. I don't care if every other team's cheating. I'd rather win and not cheat rather than go, hey, I did it like you, and I got you this time. I'd rather say I did it the opposite of you and won this time. That's my thoughts on that. 
I think I got everybody shut up. <laughs> Parker Cornegay, are you related to? Can't think of her name. I went to high school with that blog house Corey. I enjoy y'all's talks every year. So yeah, there's when I use when I do the from the other sideline interview every week when we play Georgia blog house Corey. Yeah, he's a good one. He is exactly a Georgia fan. Bo Blackwood says, firing coaches for not living up to the expectation that they set. Great point. That That's more – that I have yelled about that forever on former – on other blogs, bloggle spots about teams being punished because they don't live up to the expectation of a preseason poll. Like, if you're ranked number five and you lose two games – you're out, and then it's hard for you to get back in because you didn't do as good as somebody in July thought you would do. And that's that that go that's that and you you factor in like Vegas in that too. Like people actually used to argue against Malzahn because sometimes he wouldn't win against the spread. Like that's made up. That's just trying to get mad about something. That's why I, nothing. I don't know what I was going to say. Parker Cornergay says it's hard being an Auburn fan in Georgia because everybody's like the Georgia fan, Corey. Yeah, they are. Georgia is Georgia is a Georgia fan is an Alabama fan with nothing to be cocky about. Yet they still are, and I don't get it. They have they have torn us up the last fifteen years, and I don't know why. We've beaten them in some pretty heartbreaking ways. Two thousand six with uh, Devin Aroma should do. Um, obviously, the prayer at Jordan Hare. I mean, we've beaten them in some bad ways, but I don't know why they've beaten us other years. They they haven't been as good as us. They just really haven't. But again, that's not a Malzahn thing. That that was back in Chiswick. Tuberville would beat him over there, but Marcus Brasher on YouTube says, time to go to work like the show. I don't know what that means. Are you telling me to go to work? You got to go work. I don't know. So, I mean, let's, let's go through real quick. The, the, op, the options, I think. Supposedly Auburn is interviewing Sarkeesian. I always say this. Does that really mean they're interested or they just want to say they interviewed somebody or they just want to see a possibility? I mean, Sarkeesian really could probably go coach it, be a head coach at a lot of schools. Does he want to go right across the state from the team he just coached? Does he not like Alabama or does he just want to get back in head coaching? Or does he want to throw his name out there? Or does he want to do what a lot of recruits do and act interested and then tell us no? just to make us look bad. I don't know. Oh, I forgot I can throw your questions up on the screen. I do that all the time. Here we go. Look, look on the screen. That's the wrong one. I didn't mean to do that one. This one, Eddie Owen. Are you the Eddie Owen from... Never mind. It seems that so many fans want Auburn to be Bama wearing orange and blue. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. If Alabama's losing three or four games a year, Gus Malzahn's a coach and we're all happy. Let's be honest. When 
when uh until LSU got good back in 01 and 02 the SEC was not as big of a factor in the national championship. Tennessee won it, but it was Texas, Ohio State, USC, all those teams. And then Saban comes along, raises the level, and then all of a sudden, you're supposed to win a championship every year. Get out of here. I mean, yes, we want to win. I get it. But don't act like this is some long-standing thing that Auburn wins championships every year. Nope. 57. Handed two championship. 83 should have won a pole championship. 2004 should have had a chance to play for a championship. But actual championships won on the field. 2010 should have been 2013. That's it. I want to win everything. But don't act like you're an awful coach or you have an awful coach when they don't do what 95% of your coaches have done. Gus Malzahn won more games average than Auburn has won average. Parker Cornegay says, scale of 1 to 10, Kiffin is truly hired. I don't see it perfect fit in Oxford. I think he's a perfect fit in Oxford. They don't care that much. So, I think he's too silly. I think he would come in here. He'd be a good offensive coordinator. I think he'd come in here and Really open it up, but I don't feel it. Mason says I'd be a little it I'd be a little happier if we win at LSU consider it's been ninety nine. Yes. I've been there five times and never won. Ninety nine, we killed them. I mean we've we have killed them twice. Forty one to seven in two thousand fourteen, forty eight to eleven. I mean, we've destroyed them at home. And beat them a few other times. They beat us on a last-second field goal once. We should have won. So, they're not all that. Here's a good one. Would it be would be okay if still if you got the good OC? Maybe Kendall Bryce. That that's actually what I've said. I mean, if Steele's the head coach, and he runs his defense but he lets a really good offensive coordinator come in and lets him do his thing. We kind of already have what we have. If it was Gus like seven years ago when he was allowed to run his offense and people didn't complain all the time and make him go get another offensive coordinator. I mean, if Gus looked very – I know he's wearing a mask. And he couldn't really see his face. but And a lot of coaches were this way. They just seemed like they were neutered, like they were just muzzled. They – couldn't get into it, and Gus is that way. Uh, like, the only thing Gus did this year seemingly was decide to kick and yell at the referees, and he's not that kind of coach. So, yes, Kendall Browse is a name I've said. I, I've actually said, if Steele is it, it needs to be a very exciting offensive coordinator, and Kendall Browse made Arkansas semi-competent this year in year one. Would Sark or Kiffin call plays as a head coach? I think so. Sawyer, Sawdog, I believe. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kiffin would. I, Sark, I don't know, just because I don't know him as a head coach that much. Um, but I think they may both have offensive coordinators, but they would. Kiffin would definitely call the plays. Uh, 
Let me uh, get this going. Let me tweet a little bit. All right. Looking in my Discord server, I've got an Oregon fan in there, and he said that someone was doubting, I won't say who, that uh, Mario Cristobal had not actually signed the contract. But according to James Crepia, who used to be a beat reporter at Auburn and is now at Oregon, says he has signed it. Everybody has signed it, so it's official. He's gone. Didn't want him anyway, honestly. Okay, two weeks ago, I was arguing with people on Twitter about why Cristobal would not be a good coach at Auburn. Here's or a not good. I don't know if he'd be a good coach, or but to argue that he'd be a good replacement for Gus Malzahn. Here's a real big reason why: Bo Nix and Gus Malzahn beats beat Cristobal last year in Bo Nix's first game ever. And who was on Cristobal's team? Oh, that would be coming up upcoming NFL Rookie of the Year, Justin Herbert. So, Gus is such a terrible coach that his freshman quarterback went out and beat an NFL Rookie of the Year against this team, this coach we all of a sudden want. So, that's a huge reason. I mean, that's just an argument thing. That's not a like a absolute, he wouldn't be a good coach at Auburn. He might. I don't know. He he. We have no clue. We didn't really know how Gus was going to do. You don't know how any coach is going to do. But if you're going to sit here and act like Gus needs to be gone and we need to get Cristobal, that's just a great point right there. What about uh, Frost, Scott Frost? Why is nobody really saying him? Everybody's using Scott Frost as a reason why you don't do what Auburn wants to do. I remember when he was the man when he beat Auburn in the Central Florida Super Bowl and we didn't have carry on and nobody really cared because we had could have been playing in the national championship or the playoffs and we weren't. Remember that? And then he went to Nebraska and they've like done nothing. Maybe it's a Nebraska thing though because they haven't been good in a long time. A. Robinson from YouTube says, if we don't hire Steele for head coach, do you think we keep him as defense coordinator? I don't see how he stays now. Whether he follows Twitter or not, he's got to know a lot of people don't want him. But that would be a great thing for me to yell at, too, to watch people then flip back and love Steele as defense coordinator all of a sudden. Again, I don't care if you want him to be a head coach or not. I don't want him to be the head coach of Auburn right now. I don't. But the way people have just flipped and started bashing him is trash. And it's, again, most of the people that just wanted to hire Malzahn because he made he was the bad man on TV that made us made you mad. Don't think about anything else. Just think, hey, it's Saturday and I'm mad, and that man on the TV is, is the reason. That's the reason you fired him. Anger fire. So, somebody made a good point on Twitter a second ago. It's crazy how people make comments like Auburn struck out on Cristobal when we have no clue if we actually ever offered him. We might have. 
Don't know. Right now, we don't know. For sure, we don't know. People just like to say things. Mason Clinton says, what about Frost's old OC who's head coach of UCF? Isn't that Josh Heupel? Didn't he play? Uh, isn't that who that is? Spelled weird. Heupel. Yes, he's the head coach of that. He, what? where did he play? Oklahoma, that's right. Sure, why not? Here's a tweet I just saw. Liberty isn't contractually tied into a bowl, and there's been fear earlier this year that the Flames at 9-1 could potentially be left out, but now they're going to a bowl. Again, Hugh Freeze is playing in a conference that is seemed so bad or that they'll not have any fans go that we don't know how good he is. He's winning a bad conference with an SEC quarterback. So I don't we want Hugh Freeze because he you made he made you think of good things back in the day when he was cheating at Ole Miss. People don't think. They just don't think. They we're too reactionary. It's just too much of a too much of a I hate life every time the other team scores, fire the coach every time the other team does something good. All right, we have AU Burner account on Twitter on a Periscope saying this whole search is the most Java thing I can remember. I've kind of ranted on this earlier. When has Auburn done something like this? AU Burner account. What just Java means just Auburn being Auburn for you guys that don't know that. People like to use that when Auburn does something bad and then we act like Auburn always does bad things. AU Burners also says, how do we not have somebody lined up? I get that. But my, I think the, the the issue is somebody wanted steel and they thought they were just going to get steel immediately, somebody with money, and then it got pushed back, and now it looks like we didn't have a plan when our really our only plan was let that guy, let steel be the coach. So – the backlash has created the look that there has been no plan. Again, this is day five. We are now hearing that one coach is going to interview Sarkeesian on Sunday. We're not dying. The, the program is not in shambles. Uh, one running back left, and he was going to leave anyway, whether Malzahn was there or not. It's okay to not know who the coach is going to be for a few days. A U burner account. You keep saying it's Jabba. I want you to tell me when the last time this happened. If this is just Auburn being Auburn, when was the last time Auburn was being Auburn in a situation like this? I know we've got some new people in here that didn't hear me yell 30 minutes ago about how all of a sudden in the last five years, Auburn fans think Auburn loses everything, does everything wrong. Every other team is better than us. Every other team's won the national championship, and we're not. We never win a game easily. We lose games in heartbreaking fashion. We can't handle a coaching search. When have these things happened? 
or at least to the level of or the consistency that this is just how Auburn is. They don't happen. We live in victim society, and we think it's cool to look like things are terrible. I really wish Eric Brock was still on here. 2006, linebacker, DB, not linebacker, DB, that would bust heads. He needs to come bust some heads in here. I have a good tweet now that I know Mario Cristobal has signed for sure. All right, this is an open discussion. Talk. Does anybody want to call in? I can send you a link. It will let you click and I can talk. You can talk on your phone or your computer or anything. They might act like this is a radio show. Anybody? Anybody? Okay. AU Burner account has responded to me asking how this is Java. These things don't happen with great programs. We think we're a great program in this. Okay. Number one, what is happening? What is happening? We're in day five of a coaching search. We know one person is going to be interviewed on Sunday. We don't know anybody else has actually been contacted, interviewed, anything. We think a booster wanted steel. We know the fans don't want steel. And we're going to we're going to interview a guy on Sunday. What has happened? Number 1, Tennessee botched their last hire or their last whatever hiring. They had a coach and their fans went crazy and they looked crazy. Now our fans want to do the same. I don't get how this is a thing that we think happens all the time and everybody else does it better. No, they don't. This Number one, there's nothing to say that the other team does better because you don't know what's happening. <laughs> Chris James says, are you posting Napier because he looks funny? Seems like he's free now with the championship game getting canceled. I don't know if I've ever said he looks funny. I have... This is kind of weird that you're saying that because I have said this to other people that he just doesn't look like an Auburn coach to me. He just kind of looks, I don't know. I I don't think he looks like an Auburn fan. That's it. That's all I'm saying. He, yeah, and his, the Louisiana, Coastal Carolina thing game is off. So, yes, he's available to talk now. AU Burner account says to pay someone $21 million with either no plan or the plan to being elevated to DC is awful. I have said that since day one. I said because Gus should not have been fired if that's the plan or the non plan. That's all I said. And so I don't get, I mean, that's, that's a booster. That first of all, this is booster rumor, not Auburn booster rumor again this is acting like this idea that act that we that this has happened before that's what my that's what was my question my question was not what happened i said when has this happened uh, before for this to be 
just Auburn being Auburn? That was my question. When has this happened before? It hasn't. And we're still going off of rumor. Matthew Owsley says, do we know who's getting interviewed on Sunday? Yes, Steve Sarkeesian, according to sources and beat reporters that are feel good enough about it that they're tweeting it. So Steve Sarkeesian, after Alabama loses the SEC championship to Florida, 38 to 35, you heard it here first. Uh, they're going to hire Sarkeesian. Or they're going to, excuse me, interview Sarkeesian. Eddie Owen says the Auburn fan base has changed when Cam was at Auburn. You're exactly right. New fans came on. Everybody thought this is, I mean, think about it. Kids are in college right now. Let's say they're 20 now. That was 10 years ago. They were 10 then. So, yes, they were kids when they saw this. They think it happens every year. They see Alabama do it almost every other year. Alabama had one in three years, by the way. And now it's, if it doesn't happen, we're all dying. Brad Pierce makes a great point. Better to take our time, get this right in the herd, and get the right, wrong guy. Yes. It's day five. Day five. That's it. TR, is it Reisner or Risner? Says, give me three OC hires that can make a still make still a hire exciting. Kendall Browse. Gus Malzahn. And hmm, hadn't thought about this. Lane Kiffin, there you go. Kendall Browse is really the only name I can think of because he made Arkansas okay. Felipe Franks, whether people want to say it or not, made Arkansas okay. He's a fifth-year quarterback that was good enough to play at Florida. But just changing the offense is a thing. You saw it at LSU. Changing the offense, bringing in somebody else, Gus Malzahn in 13, it just changes. The change, there's less film. You don't know what's coming all the time. You don't know the tendencies. That's it. So the next offense coordinator is probably going to do a good job, at least in the first two years. He's got good athletes coming back. He's got a quarterback that's going to be playing his third year. So, yeah. Sawyer Nell makes a great point that I've made a hundred times to him, and he's just copying me. Funny how certain arguments that were used against Gus but are totally inexcusable and understandable when it's used towards Bruce. You're right. Gus Malzahn's in year eight. People love to use that year eight junk. Year four, year three, whatever. Like, college sports are just this ongoing trek up the mountain you lose quarterbacks you have a quarterback who's a fourth year senior playing quarterback and then next year you got to play with a freshman or a sophomore it changes it's not an ongoing thing it's not pro it's not where you have tom brady playing for 15 years in a row that's not college sports but when people use year eight and we're six and four like you're like you get to a certain point and you're just supposed to go undefeated every year from that point forward People leave after four years or three years. It happens. But, you know, this year Auburn basketball has nothing but freshmen and sophomores, and we're just supposed to deal with it. And, you know, they'll be good next year. Why is that? I mean, again, I don't care. Sure, if we're not going to the postseason, 
I trust Bruce Pearl. I love Bruce Pearl. He's taken Auburn to places they've never been and places Alabama's never been. So he's good. But why is this year a throwaway year? Why did why didn't Gus get a throwaway year? I mean, it it's people will argue it's Gus had much more to work with and Bruce had nothing to work with. Look at our history. Well, basketball only takes five players. You can get you can get by with three really good players. It it's not a full rebuild. And the and Gus again came and took a three and nine team to a twelve and two. AU Burner account says, I think the year eight is more appropriate when discussing his record versus Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. Hmm. What numbers are normally used to those names or next to those names? One, three, four, three top 10 teams. Nobody else in the nation does it. Sports is about comparing yourself to other teams, whether it's the score of your game or the record or whatever. If you can tell me that it, that you can, and actually look at a coach oh it's year eight he should be beating those teams regularly as if they aren't the top in the top 10 every single year year eight discussions are things like well we had one year in his first year now we've got three years in his eighth year that's when you can say stuff like that but when you're in play for the sec championship multiple years and those are your three teams that you have to play, and nobody else has to play those three teams, the year crap doesn't mean anything. Nothing. Nothing. I'm trying to buy a PlayStation 5 over here. Does anybody have one? Seriously, does anybody have a PlayStation 5? TR, you have one? How long have I been doing this? AU Burner says I'm confused. Same outcome year in, year out. Wrong. Auburn beat Alabama last year. Nick has lost more to Auburn after year eight than he did before. Great point, Saw Dog. How is Nick Saban losing in year eight? He won the national championship. He should never lose it again. Never. Because it's an ongoing climb up the mountain. I have a PS5. Apparently a bunch are getting dropped right now. I'm trying to buy one. Chris James says, have you seen Anthony Short's Twitter hinting trolling? Yes, I have. He uh, he hinted that he wanted Lane. He said he's not transferring because people said he was transferring. Um, I thought he might leave just because. New coach, it'll be a senior year, go pro. But even though this year doesn't count, or he might just go run. Uh. So, and then he said, once uh, Sarkeesian 
got a, his uh, thing got announced. He or his interview got announced. They said he would, uh, or Anthony, sorry, I'm trying to buy a PlayStation 5. Anthony um, posted progress. Do I want PlayStation 5? Because it's definitely letting me order one. TR, I have a PlayStation 5. I just want to know if you have one. All right. I think I've run out of things to yell about today. We don't know, Coach. We know Sarkeesian. That was breaking news on here. Sarkeesian is getting an interview on Sunday. That's according to beat reporters. I don't know how I feel about it. He's apparently a good offensive coordinator that gets to play football with the uh, best players on the field. So, I don't really know what what to think. I don't like that he gels his hair. I don't like that he's an Alabama coach. That's about as far as it goes with me. Anybody else have any... Uh, there's an alarm. Anybody else have any uplifting things to say? Tom Allen, someone asked. Apparently, okay, so Tom Allen, the Indiana coach, his buyout this year is $200,000, but somehow, for some reason, it apparently the contract verbiage says that you would have to pay him the rest of his contract, which is like $23 million, which doesn't make sense to me. You're buying out of the contract, meaning you don't have to pay that. And then he'll come here, and Auburn will just have to start paying him his salary that we come up with. So, I don't know. Tom Allen seems like Indiana absolutely loves him. If he came here, they would destroy him, I think, because he's finally made them semi-decent, and his players love him, and he just seems to be like this old grandpa, and they all look up to him. So, I don't know. I think he might be all right. But, hey, is he somebody you fire Gus Mouth for? No. Chris James asks, have you given preferences for realistic candidates yet? No, I haven't because I don't have any. As I said, I had talked myself into Cristobal because Steele was only the other the only other option, but I'm not excited about Napier. I'm not excited about Sarkeesian. I'm not excited about Hugh Freeze. Lane Kiffin's offense excites me, but I just don't know if I want him. Brian DeBowl, or however you spell that, is doing well in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, again, we are acting like Auburn fired a three and nine coach. That is what we're acting like. Tell me somebody that has been mentioned that you think, other than it just being a change, is actually going to be better than Gus Malzahn. He never had a losing season. He, we always went to bowl games. He beat Alabama three times, more than anybody. His problem was he played in the division with two top 10 teams, and his cross-divisional rival every year was a top 10 team. So we're acting like, and this is Auburn or whoever or whatever, we're acting like, all right, 
we didn't think it was going to get this bad, but it did. So we'll go ahead and let him go and try to find somebody. That's what we're acting like, but that's not what it was. I just, if you're Auburn, who is a top four SEC job, I mean, we're up there. Florida is new back, back new to this. Texas A&M is new to this. Auburn, LSU, Georgia, and Alabama are the four most consistent over the last decade, two decades. Florida's been trashed a little bit. Now they, you know, it's hard for me to trust Florida. They play in the SEC East. They've looked bad a few times this year, but their offense has been good enough to save them. So, Saw Dog is asking hypothetical. Still, still moves the head coach, hires Gus as OC. It's the same thing. And it was a joke that I made earlier. You keep trying to steal my stuff, Saw Dog. Uh, Eric says, Is Stoops being mentioned? No, because he's not going to coach anymore. And yeah, I mean, Big Game Bob was Stoops' uh, nickname and because he couldn't win big games. So what is, how's he going to handle the Iron Bowl? Art Briles, uh, so many people act like they care about baggage. What about Bruce? I mean, you can't say this without getting crucified, but what did Art Briles actually do? I mean, his players did some bad stuff. Did they find out he was covering it up? I don't really know. I know that a few of the people who uh, accused the players ended up being, they said they were lying. So I don't, I mean, again, I don't, I don't really know. I didn't really care to pay attention to that story. I just know that people act like Art Browse is like Jerry Sandusky at this point for some reason. I don't know. I mean, Art Browse does seem kind of weird, but I don't know. There's not a better option than Gus unless it's Urban or someone from the NFL. AU Burner just said something good. There really isn't. You had a big-time coach that had been to championship games and had beaten Nick Saban. People got bored with not doing that every year. I get sometimes it's just stale and you want to move on. I get that. That's a thing. I get it. We weren't there. I mean, Georgia moved on from Mark Rick for very similar reasons. They were nine and three his last year, I think. And now with Kirby, they have the they have literally the exact same record. I think Kirby might have won one more game after this last game. They literally though the championship, the East Championships, the games, the national championships, zero. They are the exact same. Oh no, do we have our first bot? All right, TR makes a great point, or just a good side note. Where does Gus go, and does he win big? I think Gus will go to a Big 12 school, and he'll win the national championship in three years. There, I said it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I don't see Gus going small. I feel like he might have gone back to Arkansas State, but... I mean, people are going to want to hire him. It's like, hey, guys, I, I was the one over here beating Nick Saban, and I know none of y'all ever play him, 
So you really, you know, people compare me to play to coaches and teams that never play these teams. That's the dumb stuff. Like Coastal Carolina being ranked number 13 is the biggest crock in the history of the world. Auburn would beat Coastal Carolina by three touchdowns. Every team in the SEC, but minus Vandy and maybe Mississippi, well, Mississippi State might. But, you know, we're looking at, Auburn fans are sitting here looking at uh, Team X that never plays Alabama, Georgia, and LSU and acting like, but look how good they are. No, really? I wonder why. Why would that team over there look better than Auburn when they don't play the same teams as Auburn? That's funny. Wow, I think I've got two butts. I don't know. All right, I think I need something to drink. My throat's hurting. COVID. All right, anything else? Anybody else? We have 40 people still watching. I guess I got to do these at night. I normally, like I said, get up into the millions, and it's been around 60 today. Pretty low for this. Shoot down Chip Kelly for me. Chip Kelly, A.U. Burner's asking this. Shoot down Chip Kelly for me. Chip Kelly's kind of blackballed, isn't he? I mean, nobody really likes him. I mean, he cheated. He went to the... NFL, he was terrible. He's at UCLA. Apparently, he's getting fired. Where they said he probably was. So, yeah. TR from Tennessee says, Gus to Tennessee and gets beat saving more. Yeah. Sure, go to Tennessee. Beat Saban, win the Easy East, and win the National Championship. Well, I'm in a as a homer, I'm in a no lose situation, to be honest with you. I really am. If Auburn wins next year with their next coach, I'm a winner. If Auburn loses or looks really stupid with their next coach, especially if we hire somebody that I don't like, I can always say, shouldn't have got rid of Gus. You know, I'm the Gus loving Homer. No, I'm the Auburn coach loving Homer. All right, I think I'm going to shut her down for right now. And here comes a question. Thoughts on Dan Quinn? Hadn't been asked yet. I know it's a long shot, not saying. I want him just curious. I was, I'm was. i a Falcons fan. I got why they fired him. There was a lot of times where I was like, eh, he, we need to get rid of him. But a lot of times, pro coaches like that, they work in the NFL. They bring on this pro mentality. Players want to come play for him. Nick Saban. Did terrible in the NFL. He comes back to to the SEC, and he's all of a sudden everybody wants to play for him because he's been there and he's done that. Dan Quinn's a defensive coach. Don't really love that aspect. I think we need an offensive coach. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't hate it. I really wouldn't. I'm not throwing my hat in the ring for him. There's literally nobody right now. I'm sitting here saying. Get this coach. I love him, and I want him to be the coach at Auburn. There's none. Now, okay, I changed my mind. I just I just thought of one name. 
but I've just hadn't thought about him because I didn't think it would ever happen. I would take Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. They play defense now, apparently. Their offense is always good. He's coached multiple Heisman Trophy winners. I would take Lincoln Riley right now. That's who I want. You heard it here third. And I'm going to tweet about it right now. Tweeting it to explain my silence. Someone says, what about Matt, Patri- Matt Patricia, former Detroit coach? If I've never heard of him. I don't want him. Matt Patricia, that guy? Oh, yeah, the guy with the beard and the hoodie and all that. No, they, he was terrible there. If you're, I mean, it's hard to win in Detroit no matter who you are, but 13-29-1 as a coach. No. No, thank you, Jonathan. Um, thank you, Eddie, for saying good show. We'll do this again. Again, this is not the format I want to use. I don't love this layout. I don't know who is listening or actually watching the screen, but um, I've done this in the past on another platform that allows me to show video and everything. I'm still kind of learning this one. I don't love it, but I had to use this today because Periscope wasn't working with the other one. So may get back to using that to where the chat will show on the screen. I'll be able to show video. I'll be able to easily add people into it and we can have calls and all that kind of stuff um i may if something happens if we hire a coach tonight which we're not because sarkeesian is interviewing on sunday if something big happens i'll jump on here again but it's friday um gotta get down on friday so anyway thanks for listening this is technically bloggle spot number 226 done warrior